0: the talk if it's passed bounced or hit we're talking about it all sports talk is on news radio wgns
1: sponsored by state farm agents andy womack Bud morris and Deb Insel, here to help life go right chip walters with exit realty bob Lamon associates jennings and airs funeral home helping family since 1880 first bank serving murfreesboro and rutherford county parks auction company committed to auction excellence Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living, Greg Hall at City Auto Sales, and the Blue Raider Insider Report is sponsored by Mike Tanzel and My Team Insurance, Steve Rucker with RAI Advisors, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Let's get it started in here.
0: We've got your local sports fix. It's all sports talk on News Radio WGNS.
2: Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome into All Sports Talk. It is a Wednesday, midweek, and Dick Palmer, the old pro, joins me as he settles in. Dick, how are things?
3: Very good. I got to get my mask off where I can hear. So
2: that's I am. called earplug when you can't hear. Mask is <laughs> when you can talk.
3: I am following the uh, the mayor's uh, suggestion.
2: Well, I think uh, that's I think that's a good thing to do, for sure. Uh, dick we got lots of news to talk about you know in the last couple of months we've struggled a little bit to try to stay away from virus talk and we'll we'll try to do that today as much as we can even though a lot of things we're going to talk about does have that let me just give you a preview of where we're at and give just maybe one maybe one sentence response and then we'll just uh, kind of thing we want to cover today just
3: give me a small hint
2: all right well i'm gonna give you a big hint <laughs> I say, keep your answer short because we're going to come back. In, in, Chelsea Lyman now coming into Laverne High School to coach basketball. Oh, okay. You're not aware of that?
3: I was not. You're some breaking news. Bre- Bre-
2: Chelsea Lyman, a former player at middle. Jeremy Moore, the basketball coach, left. Kim Walker, the girls' basketball coach who Chelsea has taken in place, has left. Theo Hatchett, the new principal there. Uh, coach Matt gets a couple basketball players eligible to play in yes, I did
3: it. see that. Right.
2: He's got one more that he'd like to get. One more. One guard, one power forward, and he's got a 6'10 kid he'd love to get in play as well. High school football and soccer and all cleared to play. And that's obviously the biggest news I know around this got, area.
3: I know you have inside information on that.
2: Well, I'll share what I can. How about What about the Phillies and the Marlins having to oh, take man. off a week of play because of the that's, that's virus? Worth
3: a, that's worth a whole discussion, isn't it?
2: NBA starts... Tomorrow night, I believe. Yeah. You you're a fan of the NBA at all?
3: You know, not as much anymore. But that's why like
2: Larry Bird and Julius Irving. You're right.
3: It? Yeah. I really enjoyed the uh, uh, the special that they had on uh, on Michael Jordan. The ten was it a ten part series? I think Something I watched like that. every one of those. Yeah.
2: What about college football? Is he going to play? And in what form?
3: I think that's still up in the clouds somewhere.
2: Everything's in the clouds until <laughs> we wake up tomorrow morning and find out what it's going to do. Right?
3: Yeah, that's exactly I, right.
2: Most everything we're talking about is going to be subject to change. And uh, Middle Tennessee gets a new assistant baseball coach. I, I think out of I can't remember the school, but I think it's one of the schools that maybe dropped baseball.
3: So you're telling me some stuff I don't even know. I've been so busy today, Tim, I haven't even been able to get on the internet oh, or on nah, my nah, phone. Nah, I mean, it's just been a terribly busy day. Well, you
2: got all kinds of pieces of paper in front of you that you can talk about, I guess, a little bit. Uh, let's go ahead and take a break because we want to get into, dig into some of these things in depth. 893-1450, if you'd like to give us a call, make a comment, send a text. You're welcome to do that on All Sports Talk.
1: At Ascension St. Thomas, the care you need is available today. Whether you've had to put off routine visits or health screenings, delayed a surgery or specialty care, our caregivers are prepared for your arrival. We will maintain strict precautions for your safety in our care, such as rigorous cleaning, distancing, and protective equipment. We're open for appointment scheduling for your urgent and ongoing care needs. Schedule now and ask about virtual visits. Get sthealthcare.com.
0: Here's Dr. Craig McCabe at McCabe Vision Center.
1: I've been doing a new glaucoma procedure that just got FDA approved and approved by Medicare.
0: McCabe Vision Center. Called
1: a Zen Gel Stent. McCabe Vision Center. I'm recommending this now instead of any other glaucoma surgery. Zen Gel Stent.
0: McCabe Vision Center on Heritage Park Drive, just off Memorial, behind SunTrust Bank.
3: Hello again, and this is Lenny Farmer, funeral pre-planner for Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home and Cremation Services. I know, I know, you have a lot of questions concerning how to plan for those final days. It can be stressful, but it doesn't have to be as stressful and won't be when you get your questions answered way in advance. That's what I'm here for. Call me
1: with any questions you have about your personal funeral needs. With 25 years of experience in this
3: industry, I can help you put your questions to rest. Call me at 615-893-2422.
1: Every team knows which play can be a winning move. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wommack, here to help life go right by combining your home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-890-0850. It's a winning move that saves you time and money. Your ride, your stuff. You live with them together. I'm State Farm agent Andy Wommel. It's marked to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me help you save by combining your auto and renters. WGNS Primetime Sports.
4: Sponsored by the Law Offices of John Day. If you've been injured, go to johndaylegal.com.
1: Contact sports get a thumbs up from Governor Lee, who announced Tuesday an executive order which will allow an exception to contact sports restrictions for TWSWA member schools. So for contact sports like football and girls' soccer, contact practice is now permissible. Regulations and requirements for practices and competitions adopted by the Board of Control at their July 22nd meeting are still in place. The first contest for soccer will be August 17th. Football teams were allowed to begin their heat acclimation July 20th. No changes to the 2020 football schedule, regular season or otherwise, will be made. After dropping a 5-2 decision to Tampa Bay, the Braves back in action on WGNS Radio tonight at 5.55 versus the Rays. More sports news at WGNSSports.com.
0: All sports talk on News Radio WGNS. FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSradio.com.
2: Dick Palmer in with me today. Chelsea Lyman, Dick named the women's basketball coach at Laverne High School. Former player at Middle Tennessee. A great guard. She was just a really, really good player.
3: Yes, she was. And a great. Great person to go along with it. She's been, uh, she's had uh, several assistant coaching jobs in, in college basketball. I'm glad to see her getting back, and particularly uh, closer to uh, what what I call home, and what she may uh, determine as uh, as home because she was she was here for uh, four years, and uh, Coach Ensel will tell you one of the one of the best point guards he ever had.
2: Am I making this up, or did she play high school ball in Kentucky?
3: Yeah, she's from Kentucky. Okay,
2: that's right. what I thought. I, right. and that, and that that would go back, what, 12-so years with it, you think? Yeah,
3: it, you know, she kind of had to take over in midseason when our starting point guard left, left school uh, all of a sudden, and Chelsea was thrown into a pretty tough spot being a freshman, but she responded well and just did nothing but get better every year.
2: Speaking of tough spots, uh, really, Theo Hatchett, the new principal at Laverne High School, new principal. Has to replace the athletic director and men's basketball coach Jeremy Moore. Has to replace the women's basketball coach and Kim Walker. And football coach is new. So they've got just about everything at the top end of the athletic tree. It's going to be new down there.
3: Well, he ought to have people that he that he uh, likes in place. And he's probably been on the phone more than you have recently. Well, Theo
2: is a he. He's a she, I should say. Right. She. Theo is a she. Oh, okay. Okay. Whatever. Theawana Hatchet. She uh, w- at was at Blackwood Middle School and most recently at uh, can't can't call it. She was at principal at uh, oh Smyrna
3: Smyrna Middle 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 yeah. School.
2: Yeah. Well, let's talk about the basketball thing at Middle Tennessee. A couple of players eligible. And they got one more. They're trying to get eligible. Dick, it's got to be really good news. I, I keep hearing from lots of people that, that do seem to really know. And, and, and each time they've told me, boy, they got these kids sitting out. We've had three or four in the last four, four or five years, I guess, that have really been outstanding players. They, they've done a good job in my mind of sorting out the the real players and the, the wannabes that come in. I'm told that these two guys can really play, and certainly the third guy can as well.
3: Yeah, Dontrell uh, Shuler, uh Transferred in from Charleston Southern, 6'2", shooting guard, averaged about 18 points for them last year. And then we've got the uh, the 6'8", kid who came in from Mississippi State. Uh, King. King is, yeah. yeah, 6'8", so he'll be a sophomore, didn't see a whole lot of playing time down there last year, but... Uh,
2: Atlanta area, I believe, and it was a highly recruited kid out of high school.
3: Exactly, uh, Lincoln Academy in Atlanta. And then uh, the third player that they're trying to get eligible is uh, Jared Coleman-Jones from Northwestern, a Big Ten school. He's uh, he's a uh, little 6'10 guy. Weighs well, in about 250, and he will be a sophomore. If they can get him cleared, that would be great.
2: Lord only knows, we can't talk about basketball season without putting in we just don't know what basketball season is even going to look like at this point in time because the concern is the virus in the fall once the weather begins to cool down it could, could, could get worse so you know who knows I'm, I'm really anxious to see these teams play
3: i know the uh, the lady raiders are are practicing now uh in mask if you've seen some of the photos on mask is on, as, as my Twitter. four-year-old
2: granddaughter says mask is, mask
3: is. and uh <laughs> I think the men are going to start perhaps next week. Uh, they, they waited a little bit later uh, because you've got so many days before you opening sure. game to get in so many practices, and I think you can have maybe uh, a limited number of kids at a time. I think the uh, the ladies have been going in either two or three sessions every morning with with you know four or five players in yeah. each
2: session. Yeah. So. We have a, I have a caller on the line, so let's go there right now. Welcome in.
5: Just want to you you to well,
2: what's on your mind today?
5: Well, I just want to tell if you, you guys heard them, um, the ACC set their are prayers um, for the fall in football. They're going to play a 10-game conference schedule. And they're going to have one game um, non-conference, but it's got to be in-state. So, it's like, so like you know, they got to play, I don't know who else they've got, non-conference, they're supposed to play Middle Tennessee, but at Duke, you know, so I don't know what they'll do as far as that game. But as far as the Virginia Tech game, I guess they're not going to be able to play Virginia Tech you know, this year, I Tennessee not not in football. And then also, I had watched the afternoon news and the Metro School said for all their extracurricular activities, you know, football, sports, and everything, that they were pushing it back until after Labor Day. So I don't know how that's going to affect. I know y'all were talking about the other day, you and Jeff were talking about Laverne and I think Smyrna's in that national region for football. So I don't know how that's going to affect them as far as the schedule. I'm I'm, I'm glad high school football's going to start on time, kind of, the governor gave no okay to do it, mm-hmm. though, I'm not surprised on what you guys thought about that. As far as that goes, I'll just hang up and listen to get you guys thought on starting on time, and do you think we'll get through a whole, uh, whole high school football season, uh, season the ten weeks plus the playoffs? And I'll hang up and listen to our show. Appreciate it,
2: Dick. If I had to answer to th- those questions, I'd be in Vegas right now. <laughs> you know, uh Metro National. I hope they get started after Labor Day. If they do, the 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 region schedule should be okay typically and i haven't looked at the number schedules yet but typically your first two games are non-region games it's not always the case but almost right. always right so they're going to miss those two games the non-region games if things work correctly and they get back in step I, I hadn't heard this news but if it's like jeff just mentioned it would be they should be able to get into third week three and play the region schedule on out that's if they don't that means laverne and Sturge creek and Smyrna who are in the region down there are going to miss a lot of games.
3: Stewart's Creek is not going to be the other only few up a creek then are they because uh, they'll like you say they'll they'll miss some competition
2: so uh, we'll see uh i I'd like to get your thoughts on schools getting back and started you I know you got a son that teaches in the system you got football that people desperately want to see I say people I'm using that in very general terms there's a lot of people who don't care about it, and a lot of people think it's a bad idea but just your thoughts of, of, of the whole thing as far as schools getting started and, and athletics getting kicked out. Well, up. I
3: know you're an old school man, still are. I, I have been at, at one time, and uh, I think kids fare better and learn better in school. That's just – that's just. I think that's just common sense. Well, I, yeah, but, I was going to
2: say, I don't think that's open for debate.
3: Yeah, I guess it is. <laughs> but But – the times being what they are, I I kind of hesitate to uh, to say let's send them all back at one time. Uh, I would I would be maybe in favor of uh, uh, a six or nine week uh, hiatus before they they sh- they all start going back into the classroom. And I I understand that some can opt out if they want to. That's uh, up to the up to them and the parents. Uh, I know the city schools are sending their their primary kids back first and second graders in preschool and then they're going to uh, distance uh, learning for everybody third through sixth grade uh, for and they're going to try that I think for the first nine weeks uh, but the county I think the school board voted last night to uh, to go on with a with a normal schedule confirm uh, what
2: they did two weeks ago
3: yes uh, on which would be August the 10th I think that's correct.
2: It did change the schedule, the school's opening schedule just a little bit, back up a day or two. You know, August 10th sounds right. I don't have it right in front of me, but that, I think that sounds about right. And they're going to do I think a full week of half
3: days to kind of acclimate everybody in. From most most of the, you know, you hear you hear from different experts every day. Sure. All you got to do is go on the internet and 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 you've got uh, 20 different opinions. Uh, most of the most of the experts seem to think that the, the younger age kids have a lot better uh, resistance sure. to this virus than, uh, than us older folks, uh, which might mean that the, uh, of course, that, that's not going to include the teachers. Uh, so we're just going to have to wait and see how it goes the first two or three weeks. And I don't know what kind of a testing uh thing they've got set up for uh for the schools if any and i think we're just going to go by the numbers because you know we, we're going to talk about this major league baseball situation here in a little while and i don't think they envisioned anything uh, like that like what happened sure happened,
2: and in yeah. school and and sports really are related but they're two separate things right. getting in I, as i say i don't think there's any question if if Face-to-face learning wasn't the best thing to do. We'd be, if distance learning was the best way to do it, we'd have been doing that a long time ago. You, right. don't have to, you don't have to build buildings to do that. Save a whole lot of money. So we not have to bust people in. all. So uh, I say that's not open for debate. But you do have to always weigh everything you do against whatever risk is involved. And you, that's where you get to debate. The debate's not on the front end of where is the best place for kids to be there. Everybody agrees. Everybody, they should be in school. Teachers and parents, everybody. But what is under disagreement is how much risk is involved. Some see the risk as minimal. And for kids, we I think, generally speaking, that seems to be the case. But 25% or so, I'm using a, a round figure, but you got teachers, you got bus drivers, you got cafeteria workers, you got custodians, you got teacher's aides, you got clerical staff. At least 25% of people in that building are gonna be something other than kids. Correct. So when we say, if it's just kids, I think, in my mind, it would be a lot safer proposition than my daughter, my son-in-law, your son. They seem to be, my, my two seem to be fine with it. Uh, I think they're prepared to go and, and, and make, it, make it happen. But I do know there's a lot of teachers that have choos- chosen a retirement routes, if they were on the fence to do that. Some have opted to leave of absence. I, I'm truly somewhat concerned about will we get, in every system in the state at least, we have enough teachers to make this thing happen because right. a lot of them are going to opt
3: out. Yeah, my son's not real happy, about it, I can tell yeah, you that. Yeah. But uh, uh, he's getting over this thing. He he's he had a positive test. Oh, is that right? I didn't yeah, know he's, that. He's been quarantined and he's he's just now getting over it. So, uh, but he's going back. He said he'll he'll he's a team player. He'll do what they ask him to do. Okay. Well,
2: I, I, I don't want to get it up. Sticky debate going on in that thing, but it is part of what goes on. And as far as football is concerned, baseball is concerned, pro football, NBA, and so forth, Vegas literally have bets out there as to whether they will make it through the season. I, mean, I heard that today on radio another show talking about is there going to be something in high school football that's going to happen, and the answer is going to be absolutely yes. We just don't know how much. I don't know where that baseline is. I don't know what the the point is to say – we can't do it. I hope, for everybody's sake, everybody's sake, that it works. And I'm and I'm I'm pleased that we're starting it. But I do have reservations for sure. What I do know, also, college football is this way, pros away, but high school football, uh, excuse me, sc- high schools depends so much on the gate receipts from football. Oh yeah, it's a it's a financial decision too. But again, you can't weigh money's Against the risk of, of illness and death,
3: TSSAA has outlined a whole. Paragraph. Oh my gosh, it it's, is. it's so long and 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 wordy that I, you know I quit reading after about two paragraphs. But they have seems like they have everything ironed out and. If this happens or if this happens or if that happens, phase one, phase two. Well,
2: let's hope by the time everybody figures out all those rules, (laughs) this thing will be over with. They don't have to fool with it anymore. Yeah. What do you think about that? I thought I would go with that. All right, let's take a break. Chip Walters has the Blue Raider Insider Report right here on WGNS.
1: It's Commander Chuck, and it's my goal to get you to and from work each weekday around the congestion and all the accidents. Listen for my traffic reports every weekday morning and afternoon here on News Radio WGNS and see real-time traffic information at ontimetraffic.net. Good afternoon, really not too bad as far as interstate accidents. THP is out here, however, running a lot of radar. It's picked up quite a bit now, coming off uh, 24 on the Shelbyville Highway, continuing out towards Shelbyville. Hey, Dr. Byron Bush is the only Republican candidate for U.S. Senate with a proven record for fighting for conservative values. Log on to BushForSenate.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time. If you're track. not waking up to
0: the Wake Up Crew, here's what you've been missing.
2: You think we're way out there?
0: Don't miss The Wake Up Crew with John, Ryan, and Dalton. Weekday mornings from 6 until Swap and Shop.
3: 615- 893 1417 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costless. At State Farm, when Home and Auto works as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. Give me a call at 615 893 1417 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. It's time.
0: Show your true blue. Blue
1: Raiders. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters. Sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Steve Rucker and RAI Advisors, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance.
3: Go Blue Raiders!
1: When you think insurance, think Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance
2: 200 South Lowry in Smyrna. Rayburn is an independent agency, so Wayne will shop multiple national companies to make your best insurance deal. It's personal with Wayne, whether working in community, schools, or insurance. Trust Wayne Blair, your full service insurance agent. 390 8476. Wayne Blair, Rayburn Insurance. 390 8476.
0: Osford Stock on News Radio WGNS. FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSradio.com.
2: Nick and I were talking off air that Chip has a lot of low-hanging fruit today as far as news is concerned, so let's see what he's picked off the trees. Chip Walters in the Blue Raider Insider Report.
4: Well, happy hump day, everybody, and let's talk about Blue Raider Tennis and what they're doing not only on the court but in the classroom. And for the ninth time in program history, Middle Tennessee Men's Tennis has been named an ITA all-academic team that was announced by the Intercollegiate Tennis Association. The organization also named Brad Buckland, Chris Edge, Will Han. Patrick Christensen, Tom Moonen, Pavel Model, Sean Presson, Max Roush, Francisco Rocha, Stenjan Slump, Slump, and uh, Daniel Storman as ITA Scholar Athletes. This is the ninth time in the last 10 years that the Blue Raiders have earned the team honor, qualifying with a cumulative grade point average of 3.86. To be eligible for the award, teams must possess a combined GPA of 3.86 to zero to earn ita scholar athlete status a player must be a varsity letter winner have a grade point average of at least 3.5 for the current academic year and have been enrolled in their present school for at least two semesters on the women's side good news there as well The women's tennis program has been named an ITA all-academic team, uh, while six Lady Raiders earned ITA Scholar-Athlete honors for the 2019-20 season. This is the fourth time that the Blue Raiders have earned the team honor to be eligible for that award, again, a 3.20 team combined GPA. So congratulations to both the men's and the women's tennis teams for their uh, continued success uh, in the classroom in particular. On In men's golf, Middle Tennessee's duo of Tanner Owens and Ilari Solo have each collected uh, Srixon Cleveland Golf All American Scholars for the 2019 20 season, as announced by the Golf Coaches Association of America. To be eligible for this award, an individual must be a junior or senior academically and maintain a minimum cumulative GPA of 3.2. In addition, they must participate in 50%. Of their team's competitive rounds have a stroke average under 76 and must also be of high moral character and in good standing at their university. Owens graduated from middle in the spring with a 3.9 GPA in healthcare administration, while Solo joined Owens as an MTSU graduate at the end of the spring, completing his degree in leisure, sport, and tourism studies with a 3.3 GPA. Blue Raider Baseball, Uh, head coach Jim Toman announced the hiring of volunteer assistant coach Lucas Ray. Ray will work with the catchers, base runners, and will coach first base during the 2021 season. Ray joins the Blue Raiders after spending the shortened 2020 season at Charleston Southern, where he served as the team's assistant coach and oversaw the overall development of the catching staff and base running. Under Ray's uh, lead, the Buccaneers led the Big South Conference in stolen bases and ranked seventh nationally with 40 stolen bases in 42 attempts. Charleston Southern was also atop the Big South in catching fielding percentage through 19 games of 1,000. And that's it for this Wednesday. We'll have another update for you coming up on Thursday.
2: Nick Palmer, the voice of Middle Tennessee baseball and uh, women's basketball as well, uh, trying to figure out uh, what coach might be leaving the staff at Middle, right? In baseball it's we're talking the, about.
3: Yeah, it's a volunteer assistance uh, position from what uh, from what Chip said. So uh, that means both of the full-time coaches would be staying on, and that would be, uh, that would be the position held by Coach Pancella. But uh, like I say, I do not... No, I have not spoken with Coach Tolman, so I'll I'll let that uh, let that lay.
2: Let's go ahead and while we're on Middle Tennessee, let's go ahead and move into f- football. We t- talked about the middle schedule. We knew it was going to. Uh, I take that back. We didn't know. We were pretty confident that their schedule was going to be disrupted in some ways. It appears. I don't know if there's anything official on GoBlueRaiders.com yet that, that both the Duke game and the and the Wake Forest excuse me the uh, Virginia Tech game. Are likely lost. Duke was the opening game, and its ACC has chosen not to play that first week, and they play one out of conference game, and I doubt, doubt that that's going to be Virginia Tech coming to Middle.
3: Yeah, and you know I think Middle has the option to replace those uh, opponents on their schedule, and there are a lot of teams that are going to be looking for looking for games because other conferences have uh, have dropped non conference opponents too. So I understand there, that there is a uh, say a clearinghouse. Or that you can call and say, hey, who's available on this date? And they can check around and try to find you. I've park. used this
2: phrase a lot on this show, Dick. I've lived long, long enough now to see things happen that I never dreamed would happen. And that's one of them, that you would be in, the, what, the 28th day of July, 29th day of July, and you'd be saying, we really don't know what our college football schedule is going to be in the fall.
3: Yeah, you know, these college football schedules are set in stone sometimes 10 years out. And very seldom do they change. Now, there's a uh, our schedule changed a little bit this year because we were going to go to Ole Miss, and uh, they, they bought our game out, and so Connecticut needed a game, so that means we're going to Connecticut later on in the season. But very seldom do you have a change uh, this late.
2: I wonder what the contract clauses have. There can't be one in there that says if a coronavirus comes along, I we, bet we, we will be from now on. <laughs> we and you and we can't play the game because of that. X plays X you, X number of dollars.
3: You can bet your bottom dollar. So, won't, I, won't, in,
2: won't in won't. all honesty, what compensation does Middle get for not going to do? What compensation does Middle get for Virginia Tech not coming here? What you know? I, I'm, I'm sure there some of those things will probably be a fairly smooth transaction, I and would some say of them be so some,
3: because we're all in this. Same boat yeah, together. I mean, it's, uh, you you know as well
2: as I do, though, when you get into dollars and cents, it gets a little uh, – I've seen families uh, split over a few, a few bucks. did doesn't seem to be worth it while. So hopefully that – but I am curious, will the Virginia Tech have any obligation or any responsibility or any kindness in their heart to, to, to reschedule that game for the next year or two or three?
3: Well, of course, we're supposed to go there next year. Sure. And this game with Duke will conclude a two-game – contract sure so uh, as far as the Duke game goes you know and their schedule set for the next 10 years so I don't know about that I think Virginia Tech uh, would be obligated to come here at some point in time if they don't come this year
2: if it's in the contract
3: that's if it's in the contract
2: (laughs) which we don't know again we're, we're going through a lot of uncharted waters here Mr. Palmer
3: that's right we certainly are
2: All right, let's take a...
3: Without a, a GPS.
2: Let's take our last break. We're going to come back and get about 10 minutes in before we go to Braves Baseball right here on All Sports Talk.
4: A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Ken Ayer, find out more about Creekside Assisted Living eight nine five three thousand two or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com. Hi, I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty Bob Lamb and Associates. These are unprecedented times we're going through. All of us in any kind of business are taking precautions. I'm here today to tell you that we're still doing business and I'm subscribing to the best practices about personal interaction. Technology is our ally, from virtual home tours to digital document movement and signing. My website is my digital hub at choosechip.net. Homes are still being bought and sold, and I'm here to do that in a safe, responsible manner, and to be your trusted advisor in real estate. All
0: Sports Talk on News Radio WGNs FM 100.5,
3: FM 101.9, AM
0: 1450, online and on your phone at WGNsRadio.com.
3: This portion of All Sports Talk
2: brought to you by First Bank. They got lots of money down there. They want to loan out somebody to somebody, Dick, or, or let, let you deposit it in make those transactions, right?
3: They want me to deposit it in, and then they're, they're going to loan it to somebody else, right?
2: Good folks at First Bank. They have uh, small-town values, big-time service.
3: Yeah, they got, a new, uh, they got a new website, too, which I've been trying to figure out how to navigate. But being I think, being I think the techno,
2: I, techno guy that you are? I think I made
3: it, though.
2: <laughs> oh, Dick, uh, it, let's talk about attendance and crowds and all the above high school football college football pro football we know baseball has nobody there and and nhl will be in the same situation uh nascar has gotten a reasonably good start dick they have but i think what five or so thousand people in these great big arenas to, to watch some, some racing yeah,
3: i think eddie gossage who's uh has got uh middle tennessee ties runs the texas super speedway i think he he worked out a deal well they had a they had a pretty nice crowd. He had them separated, and everything seemed to go well at that race.
2: High school football, TWSW right now, is saying that you still have to follow the social distancing guidelines. You're going to have to wear a mask if you go to the game. You're going to get temperature checked when you go in. All those things are going to take place. They can't put the stadium full. When Riverdale and Oakland or Blackman and Alcoa play that first game, they can't fill the stadium up to do that.
3: How uh, are the cheerleaders going to manage – to cheer if well, the uh, crowd is gonna all have masks on. And what what if you want to yell at the referee, <laughs> you know, with a mask on? It's kinda muffled.
2: well, I think well I don't know, but they don't know who you are. If and you number did.
3: one and number two, they can't read your lips.
2: The question I've got is is a band going to play? If you put a put single band in the stand, that'll take up the whole visitor's side. Well, if you if you distance everybody out,
3: a sizable portion of it. You're right <laughs> about that. Well, all
2: those questions being. Pro football. is going to make it okay. A bunch of rich folks. They don't like losing money. And that's why they're rich, but they can absorb it, right?
3: Yeah, and I think uh, I think they'll work out a plan where they can put some people in there. I,
2: some, but it won't. It's not going to pay off what it normally does. No. All that said, college football the. Tennessees of the world, the Alabamas of the world, the Florida states of the world, LSU's of the world—they're going to—they're they, going to make it. They're not going to have to go in on the food stamps. They'll be
3: fine, but they'll—they're going to catch a lot of grief from people who have season tickets if they can't get into the ball game.
2: Yeah, a whole lot of them aren't going to get into the ball game, but schools like Middle Tennessee are going to find that to be a little bit tougher waters to go through. And, and many schools have opted, and many more—I think many more—will opt later on. That some sports in their arsenal are going to have to go away because of the expense.
3: Oh, and I, I really hate that. I, I noticed a lot of the conferences, even the conferences that don't play football, have have moved all of their fall sports yeah. back, like like uh, soccer, volleyball, and things like that.
2: High school, we talked about that before too. Uh, I, I, in how dependent they are, and the same thing's true when when the gate is down at all these places. Also, as a concession. High, there.
3: Sh- high school golf is underway.
2: Golf is underway, and they're yes. playing real matches. A, I, I think their crowds are probably about what they always were. At a local we,
3: tournament, I think Oakland boys and the Seagull girls were winners in that first tournament.
2: How tough, Dick, is it to um, be an athlete and, and play in front of a much smaller if, or no crowd at all? Let's let's say Major League Baseball. We've seen it. You've watched Major League Baseball on te- television. You've seen the cardboard cutouts. You've seen the, the – the, 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 Faux fans that are there which is no how difficult is that to play without getting the energy from the crowd
3: I think the, I think players uh, a lot of them feed off crowd energy so it's uh, it's going to be and it's not even going to be like spring training because in, in spring training they had full houses you know in, in Florida and Arizona when they played so it's they's got to get used to it and uh, it's it's going to be here for a while I don't know. I, I would say it would affect some more than others. but
2: Well, I, I think it's gonna test some managers, some coaches, metal. You talk about having a good locker room where you got leaders in your locker room. I think that's gonna be highly important uh, to happen.
3: Braves got a good piece back in their locker room. Uh, Nick Markakis has uh, come out of opting out and he will be back for the Braves which is good for the locker room and also good for the batting order uh, since they've been having trouble getting hits in the first five games. So. We talk
2: about attendance in the stands, attendance on the team as well. The New England Patriots announced yesterday six different players that opted out of their team. And, and right. all, most teams are going to have to face some of that uh, down the line, uh, some opting out or some not being able to play because of being on the virus.
3: Uh Family concerns.
2: When you get in the bubble, like the NHL is, it seems to me in the NBA the same way. Once you get that bubble established for a couple of weeks, theory should be there shouldn't be no virus to deal with, right?
3: Well, theoretically.
2: Baseball doesn't have that same opportunity. No. Nor does football now, because they're going to travel, play in their own stadiums, travel place to place, and even that bubble has some some problems because not every player. Every person that's going to come in and make the beds, not every place is going to make the food, not everybody's going to water the flowers, is going to be in that bubble all the time. So, yeah, you, you got the chance burst. somebody bubble coming will,
3: in will, will burst. Uh, it may not be a big burst, but uh, there'll be some leakage there, I think.
2: It'll be interesting to see how it all goes. Uh, I say, I, I just find it for, for professional athletes in particular that are used to playing in front of NBA crowds, NHL crowds, uh, and, and to play it in a different way. Now, that said, Dick, most of them, probably all of them, have played AAU summer ball when they played very important games and nobody was there.
3: Yeah, I think it may have an effect on the uh, on the basketball more so than the, the baseball or football.
2: We haven't touched on Lady Raiders. You mentioned they are practicing some. What 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 can you tell us about well, that ball club? I haven't
3: been out there. I can't can tell you uh, much. I've been kind of trying, trying to stay close to home, but uh, – uh, I know they and I I've seen uh, some uh, some pictures on Twitter of some of their practices so they're uh, they're getting on with it.
2: You still checking out your sports movies? You know, we had a what it was about 2 months ago you went through this litany of
3: That was our first show after the uh, shutdown, I think. <laughs> we the litany
2: were, of sports movies that are there.
3: We were grasping for stuff to talk about. Uh No, I'm I'm kind of uh I think I've seen them all now. <laughs>
5: So
2: what are you gonna do? What do you do? do you well, I watch
3: baseball. I, you know, there's there's a lot of baseball on now. It's uh it's a little bit different because I noticed uh, the Braves in particular did not send their broadcast crew, for television anyway, on the road. They were doing it remotely from the from their studio at uh, at the at the field in Atlanta.
2: I'm wanting to say that the, one of the leagues it, it made it. Mandatory that they can go It's either one of the other crews. I'm not sure what that is. Yeah. I'm guessing they're doing that because that's what the league is mandated they do.
3: And ESPN had three, three people on their crew. One of them was uh, at ESPN. One of them was at his home, and the other one was somewhere else. And you know, it's it's hard enough to have a three man crew without people talking over each other, but this was doubly difficult because nobody there was no eye contact. The people looking at each other and you know, making a point, and uh, there was a lot of talking over.
2: <laughs> I want to mention my good, our our good friend Dick, uh, Dicky Thomas. Uh, Dicky and I live in the same neighborhood, and the other day I was out walking my dog, and Dicky drove past. He, he he listens to the show a lot, very complimentary of, of our show, and I appreciate that very much. But uh, one of the one of the good guys, that uh, great athlete here his, in Murfreesboro. His
3: standards are obviously pretty low. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Great athlete. I was not here during that time that he played here, but I was. But certainly uh, an outstanding coach at Oakland High School. That that's the part I remember remember
3: about Dickey. Yes, and he helped lead Murfreesboro Central to some great basketball seasons, and as a player, uh, and then later as a coach.
2: Which leads into another conversation we'll have some other day. But we've had this. I've had this with Jeff. I don't know how much I've talked with you about this. Uh, Some of the great coaches that have been in this county football wise basketball wise baseball wise we we have some real legends that uh have passed passed on uh one that hasn't passed on yet but uh is in his golden years jack jolly i always think about jack uh baseball coach uh has done it many many levels and uh wish jack well but uh
3: coach jolly threw me out of a baseball did he really and what happened what'd you what'd you say I wasn't even coaching my own team. My brother was in college, and I, I was helping him out until he got home from college. <laughs> he tossed me out of a game but over, a, over a silly thing with a bat. And, you know, I, you know, I got a little upset. <laughs> and, and the bats were all, you know, you didn't have bat racks. You used to just lay them up against the oh, yeah. dugout fence. I gave them a good... We have to kick, and those bats went just like dominoes. And he looked over and he said, "Who kicked those bats?" And I said, "I did." He said, "You are out of here."
2: <laughs> and that's back in the days when you both had enough youth about you that you get into pretty good spat, I imagine.
3: Coach Jolly and I were were good friends then and and still are, but uh, that particular night.
2: Yeah, just mentioning some coaches, you keep rolling through my head. Uh, speaking of my neighborhood, Jimmy Earl lives just down the street from me as as well. And Jimmy, of all the coaches that have ever been in Middle Tennessee, he may be the one that I remember the most because it was during my my years in college to start with and then on up the line. And the first really, well, the first NCAA tournament uh, was in 1975 when Middle Tennessee was able to go play Oregon State at, at the University of Kentucky. And Jimmy Earl was the coach of that team
3: one of my regrets was not being here to see most of his great team and when I moved back to town in uh, 76 77 uh, we got to he was still he was still coaching and got to see some of his some of his better teams got to see him uh, beat Austin P and say, it's time to sack the groceries and then we went to Austin P and they all had grocery sacks out <laughs> And and we lost, and that, we tease him about that a lot. Well,
2: anyone that's followed Middle Tennessee basketball back at that era knows that sack the sack grocery story for sure. For those that don't have it, we're not going to go through it right now. But trust me, it's one of those statements he made on the radio that shouldn't have been said about uh, having things lined up and, and the grocery sacked up. It's right. it's over. Right. And guess what? It wasn't over. Comes
3: back to haunt you.
2: <laughs> oh. Uh, some so good good folks. Well, we've got some good times hopefully ahead of us, Dick. Uh, let's let's just keep our fingers crossed and WGNs to their credit will be right there to cover it all if if it in fact happens. Right now, what we think we know, what we think we know, is high school football will start as scheduled.
4: And I wonder. College I wonder
2: football if, will uh, will be going uh, yeah, on.
3: I wonder if Brian's going to be able to get in the press box this year. I, I've been reading where some high schools are not letting. Uh, there are radio people in the press box.
2: I've delved into some of the T-S-S-A-A rules. but I haven't seen anything yet there about that, but I wouldn't swear to it because it, it is a fairly thick document as to what uh, can and can't be done. And if, then,
3: if not, they'll, they'll broadcast from somewhere. I broadcast well, uh, uh, out of the grandstand. I broadcast from the roof of the press box, you know, back in the old days.
2: A point to be made is is because did says you can do it doesn't mean rutherford county says you can do it for example the TWA rules have been more relaxed than what Rutherford county is currently right That's subject that is going to change some uh it's, it's in the works and will happen here fairly soon i would think but then school principals can clearly make their own decisions about That's that right. too i mean just because TWA doesn't say you can't get broadcasters in, and, and the school system says you can't get broadcasters in. Certainly the school system can do that. I mean, excuse me, the principal of the school can do that.
3: Yeah, I don't think that uh, there'll be any problem here. The, uh, Brian and, and his crew have been such good friends to all the high schools oh, here I,
2: in this I, county. I, but, uh, I, I expect unless some edict comes down from our system right. or, or TWSWA. Now, uh, they'll be amongst the, the they, invitees. If
3: they go on a road game, it might be a different story. But It so. might be
2: a different story altogether. That's right. Well, Dick, uh, you're going to watch baseball tonight, I guess. I am.
3: If You're going to get me out of here in Well, time. we're going to get out of here right
2: now. The reason I'm asking that question. He says i got one minute left, so you, you got time to recite the Gettysburg Address.
3: Not uh, entirely. Four score. <laughs> uh, but good news for Braves fans. Nick Marcakis is coming back. You know, I don't know. I think he could probably swing a bat. He could get out of bed and go out and and hit a single. But I don't know how much you
2: may find that out here fairly soon.
3: Preparation he needs, but uh, and uh, uh, Soroka's pitching tonight, so everything looks looks better on that front.
2: Well, we've only got 55 more games to go, Dick. The That's season's right. just about over. with. <laughs> That's all right. We're going down the home stretch. I made the comment to somebody, and now we'll stop here. After the Reds won the first game, I commented to my two buddies that we keep up with a lot. When's the last time the Reds were in first place with 59 games to play going to season? Of course, four straight losses have taken that out the gate.
3: Now they'll be back. They're right. a good team.
2: Murphy Fair, the guru of high school football, will join me tomorrow for our all sports talk. Murphy. you need to be listening in. I'm sure he gives some insight not only in Rutherford County. I'm interested, interested to see what he says about what he thinks Memphis, Nashville, Knoxville, Chattanooga might be doing in their their systems as well. Uh, so we'll have that on tomorrow afternoon on All Sports Talk. Have a great rest of the day. Braves baseball right up after this.
1: All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS has been brought to you by State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lam and Associates. First Bank, Mike Tansel with My Team Insurance. Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with City Auto Sales. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living, Steve Rucker with RAI Advisors, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance.